decades, IT networking was all about plugging cables into the right ports and using firewalls for security. But now the sector has upgraded to central network controls and automated storage, and the list goes on. Pivotal to this is software-defined networking. John Healy from Intel joins me now to discuss. John, so SDN, how is this change in the IT landscape? Essentially what SDN has provided, software-defined networking, has provided the ability to centrally manage all the resources in the network, configure the network from a single pane of glass, a single view of all of your assets. In the past, you had to go to each part of the network, each element, and configure the element at that point on the device itself. Being able to do that centrally allows you to do it firstly more efficiently, but also allows you to make reconfiguration decisions on the fly, as and when you require them, without having to make that trip out to every single point in the network. So it's, it's more cost effective to do it that way, but it's much more scalable and much more agile for turning on new services or implementing new capabilities within the network. It is, of course, in its early stages. So for companies adapting to this, how complex or costly a process do you think they're looking at? It depends on which company. If it's somebody in the supply chain, then a lot of time, in a lot of cases, they're reworking their, their product offering. They're moving a lot of the functions that existed within their platforms into software, in a lot of cases, virtualizing them. So they can really take advantage of a software find network. For those who are implementing the network, there's a, a range of new skills that are required within their development teams, within their network operational teams. You know, they're in a lot of cases trying to move away from network implementation and management to a sort of a continuous integration DevOps kind of an environment. That's a whole new reskilling required within the within the, the networking operations teams. And then as they deploy them, they're looking to see how they can work with a broader landscape of vendors from whom they could procure the solutions and services that they'll run on their network, which is also a whole change in how they've both procured and then deployed their networks. What would you say are the advantages of moving to an SDN network? The most obvious ones are things from a cost advantage perspective. Typically, networks of this nature run on standard platforms, standard computing platforms, in a lot of cases, standard servers or standard open architectures. That reduces the cost of procurement because you're not buying highly integrated proprietary systems anymore. Secondly though, and probably more importantly, it's a reduction in the OPEX or the operational costs of running the network for the reasons of having you know, a shorter time to implement a new service, a more scalable and agile software configurable sets of services that you can do largely on the fly. But then lastly, allows the introduction of a new service on the network. If it's in an enterprise environment, it could be something to a specific department. If it's in a telecom network, it's a whole new service for the customer base. It allows that to be implemented in a much shorter time cycle, from months to weeks, from weeks to minutes. And that's the sort of trajectory that's enabling. So in most cases, it's a reduction in cost, and on the other side of the equation, it's a faster time to new revenue generation. And predictive SDN, is that likely to become mainstream this year, perhaps? Predictive SDN is really taking SDN constructs and then deciding how can I allow the network to become autonomous around how it responds to changes in the network's environment at any one time. So if you have a configurable central view of all your resources, if you're capturing vast amount of data about the behaviors on the network, using that telemetry and analyzing it to make predictive decisions about where you might want to make changes in the network, you can allow the network to become self-healing, autonomous, and start to configure itself dependent on the demands on the network at any one time. That's still a few steps away. We're in the implementation of software-defined networking and its associated network function virtualization. We're kind of in the second inning of that. The more autonomous will come over the next several cycles. How does 5G fit into all of this and what impact do you see it having moving forwards? 5G is probably the most exciting thing to happen to mobile networking for decades because what it does is it allows for a network that has vast capacity in terms of bandwidth 
support for thousands and thousands and billions and billions, many will say, of, of connected devices and more advanced services that can be tailored and, and supplied to those devices. As a consequence of that, the entire infrastructure has to become more agile, more scalable, and more responsive to needs on, on demand. So we think of SDN and NFV as being the underlying foundational elements to allow 5G to be developed on top of it. It unleashes a whole new wave of innovators that can come to the platform to generate services that you and I haven't even thought about yet. That'll become possible on top of that infrastructure. So I think we're only beginning a whole new wave of innovation in networking. Thanks for watching. For more videos from our new economy, please subscribe.